Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wiseman say reaction podcast. It is unfortunately the last one of the season. Sunderland win on the day actually by two goals to one, but it's not enough to get past Lincoln as we go down three to an aggregate. I'm Roy Fallow, joined as always by Matthew Keelan. Uh, hello, <laughs> hi. Um, how are we doing, Rory? I mean, this is weird because I know you're fine. You're there. <laughs> We're actually doing this together, as you can probably hear. You're doing it in a pub. Um, I'm oddly philosophical about Matthew. I'm not fuming. I'm going to say probably a controversial thing that I actually enjoyed the game today, weirdly. I don't know, like, nice to feel something, feel a part of it, and let's get the positives out of the way before the negatives, of which there are quite a few. A great first-half performance, and I, I didn't expect that, to be fair. No, I, I enjoyed going. Like, it was great to go to the match again. It was, like, genuinely... Like amazing to go to the game again. I just, for some reason thought like it would never happen again. Like, um, and the first half was great. Like celebrating the goals and like thought with well, it we might do it, but obviously you know Sunland being Sunland decided that now nah, we don't actually want to do it. Um, and then it just all fell apart in the second half. Yeah, it did. But before we get to that, like I don't think it'd be understated. Like let, let's mention the fans as well. The fans today. It's a cliched thing, and I've seen many people saying it, but it's true. 10,000 a day did sound like 40,000. The roar when the players came to warm up, um, I said this in the group chat, and people did quite rightly take the piss, but I got a bit emotional at it because you forget what it's like to be there, and the fans did very much do their bit today, and as you can probably hear, I've um, lost my voice quite a bit from getting a season's worth of shouting out all in one afternoon, but there were great first half, and at half-time I was just genuinely thinking... I can't fault a single one of them. And before we get into the things that maybe the manager got wrong today, the team selection, yes, he backed himself in a corner because how poor the first leg was, but I think he got it right. And Lincoln didn't expect it, did they? Because they did not know what to do with us for that first half. I, got, I actually got quite emotional when I saw Colin McFadden warming up. <laughs> <laughs> for probably different reasons than you did. Um, no, look, I thought the first uh, the first half was excellent. They were clearly pumped up for it. Um, and the two up front worked really well. I mean, we missed a couple of sitters as well, a uh, White in particular, in the first half. Um, that, that was as good as we've played for <laughs> years in the first half. It was, like, brilliant. It was like when we played Barnsley in the first season. Or when they linking away in the league. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and then it just, yeah, but then... 
I do, like look, it deserves praise because we've won the game. Yeah. Like we've won a, we've won the game of football. Um, and the first half was excellent, but it's just not enough, is it? Like it's not. Well, yeah. But do we think? Is it fair to say that we oddly let's just take this game in isolation? I don't want to say that I'm probably phrasing this incorrectly that we did enough today but I think it is worth emphasising that the damage was done from that first leg and we came out second half obviously it was very different but did we only have that first half in us and I think it kind of mirrors our season where we put that run of good form together to get us back in the automatic promotion picture and probably ran out of steam and ran out of luck as well which you know if you, you mentioned Charlie White's miss when you get that but also still manage to get a goal not long after that did we just run at we hit the post in the second half we saved a penalty we did get we should have had a penalty as well and Ross Stewart got wiped out but did we just run out of luck and did we just run out of steam and again it goes back to we give ourselves too much to do because of that first leg but I think that's it as much as anything we did just run out of steam in the end as much as anything maybe or am I being a bit too kind I wouldn't say you're being too kind I just I, I, I get where you're coming from I just think that this is why I personally don't back the manager. I just because we, too many times we give ourselves too much to do. Like we played excellent in the first half, but it's just not enough because we were so bad on Wednesday night and we were so. For all, I know we had chances in that in the first half, but Lincoln had three or four really gilt-edged opportunities in the second half. It, to be fair, the manager came from just shocking defending, from individual mistakes, and you can't level that at him but he's just not someone that I I don't think that I can get behind him for to, for the long haul I just think I'd rather have somebody else I don't know who well one thing Joe Ryle obviously yeah well we we were just obviously being talking before we recorded the pod and I said obviously Lincoln made the two changes at half time and they got a bit of control back in the midfield as well and just before they scored I said to me dad who I was at the game with he needs to make a change now. We're level. Take a strike off if you have to. Bring Power or Winchester on a bit earlier. Get a bit of control back in the game because it swung totally. Lincoln didn't expect us to come out with a very conventional 4-4-2 and the intensity. But after that had gone, right, it has to slow down now, lads. Get a bit of control in the midfield. Johnson's usually has been, to his credit, quite good with his subs at times and made them a good, especially when he first came in. Is that his biggest mistake today, that he maybe could have done that to get a bit of control back, perhaps? Yeah, I think, like, the game, it was... It, you could see immediately it changed, like, the way that they came out. They were obviously going to do that. That's not something you can blame the manager for. But, uh, yeah, I think we were just lacking that control from the minute the second half kicked off and... Take, take White or Stewart off. You could have arguably took White, you know, like you could have took White off us. Either was six or one and a half, it doesn't matter. They were both good. Um, but uh, it, it's just like individual cho- choices, like decisions that he makes, just piss me off. Like there's obvious things like that, but then there's like bringing Tom Flanagan on in injury time. Yeah, I didn't. Like, and un- Winchester on when he brought Winchester on. That's it, isn't it? Like there's some of them like. Chris Maguire started, and I did think oh, I was. I did want him to start. I was glad to see him start, but didn't he, he didn't have a very good game. Uh, but for him going off, 
I wouldn't again a player I'm not a massive fan of I would have rather seen Jordan Jones who didn't get on the pitch at all did Diamond came on I thought was very poor didn't do anything really struggled but the way the managers flip-flopped on Jordan Jones as well we let's go back to decision making Jones one minute's the golden boy and he's starting maybe when he shouldn't and then he's had these games where he's not even got in off, on off the bench and yes he's a young manager and still learning a little bit but can we afford that and is, is, is there just a bit of na- naivety and not backing himself oddly a bit too much at time. I don't know actually what point I'm trying to make with that but it's just weird isn't it and how, and how can you get behind that when that shows a bit of uncertainty maybe I'm not like it's, I'm not like sure what manager he is like uh, he's a young manager he is in terms of age but he's managed for about 10 years so like, he's got like hundreds of games under his belt it, you know. It was fourth club, I think, aren't we? Oldham, Barnsley and Bristol City, yeah. City, um, did he manage Cheltenham or was that his dad? He managed Cheltenham as well. Um, yeah. His dad, Gary Johnson. Specifically, Gary Johnson. Um, oh, the highlights are right. Um, but um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I, I think it might be naive. It might be just that actually he's not that good. Uh, I think it's the latter, personally. It could well be... Um, Kind of like transition onto the negatives in the game, and Bailey Rice today. We're getting, a, yeah, we're getting a bit distracted, distracted by our highlights being on. They're very unprofessional. Um, Bailey Wright today, second half. Like, there's a player who encapsulated the difference. I thought in one player because excellent, for, oh, like just decent enough first half. Bailey Wright, but second half when he went up for that header, which allowed um, I don't know if it was Hopper who obviously got the goal to just go through and he blazed it over the bar but uh, just come on lads like a bit of comp- the composure it showed how the composure just went didn't it just basic defending like going for the same ball like barely right I think he's my age 28 29 and he just he can't move like he just looks done like he just like there was a like, kick Ball was in the second half in the box, and he was like, is it? he looked as if to say, I can't go for that, like, like he's like thousands, but he's just making basic errors that really, for you know, someone who played in the championship for Bristol City and that, you shouldn't really be doing. Should just be like, like were crap, really. Like, and we've, you know, I know we've beaten them, but we've got away with this one here where he's headed the bar. That's another free header. As well, just before we, we said this, um, a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We said this on the pod that we did after the first leg, that for the first goal... We were desperate to give them a goal and got away with it. We did similar today where they just hit the bar and then we gave them a free header. Char- it looks like he got away from Charlie White. I don't think it's one the keeper should be 
it's a, it's a good whipped in ball and then we give them a penalty after that like yes go back to Ross Stewart should have had one given against him which I don't know how that wasn't given because he was wiped completely completely wiped out but if you're doing that I know like it's playoffs are very frantic and stuff like that but it just shows lack of composure and fair play to Lee Birch for a save it's not the best penalty but yeah after a knacker in the first leg you know that and that hopefully you were hoping weren't you that that could have been the moment where it swung back but I think we, I think we were just done by then weren't we it just never looked like the second half the longer it went on it was just like we're not going to score again here right, the game had, had gone really and weird it, just, it was just strange like like I'm annoyed I, I'm annoyed at them because like they pulled us back in after half the game again I'd written it off I'd, I'd I, you know, I was past caring at, at, at the point, and then I got in the ground. I was like, oh. and then obviously we scored early. And I was like, oh no, like we might actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be wrong again. And then, and then it turned out I was right. <laughs> oh, well, that's something. But that's it, isn't it? Like me, expe- that's why I'm not too fuming. I, I had no expectation. Even when I got a bit optimistic, I was like, well, it'll still be a miracle if we do pull it out. I didn't cry. I got emotional that day. That's an important distinction. I, I, hey, I'm a man who freely admits when I cry. I, I, a, a football crowd is like my Achilles heel when it comes to crying. Like Fabio Barini, when he got the goal against uh, Man City in the League Cup final, watched the entire first half through tears after that. Like, I will freely admit. Today was just more hairs on the back of the neck. Like A bit like, oh, I didn't expect that. But yes, even after that, and then getting pulled back in, I was like, well... At halftime, I was like, I would have taken this. Like, and I know that says everything about how shit we are at the minute. That, like, I'm not happy, but not fuming with that. But I don't know. It was nice to be in the ground and go at the game. And there's quite a few of them that I can't fault. We've mentioned Josh, uh, we mentioned, sorry, Ross Stewart, but I think Josh Scorn, a player who I've dug out plenty. I thought he was really, really good today. And people have mentioned players who are out of contract who maybe don't care. But there's a player out of contract, and I'm not suggesting to give him a new one. I would like to make that very... Right, but you're not suggesting that just go and get a new deal. Absolutely not. But, you know, players like him, they left it all on the field, didn't they? And even though, yes, some of them played poorly, in isolation, yes, we can pick the bones over the rest of the season. But in isolation today, even the ones who were poor none of them hid today did there and with a crowd in I'm not making excuses but at least they gave us that at the very least they gave it a go like, they, they can't fault their effort I guess they did leave everything on on the pitch but and I'm, I am pretty annoyed to be honest like I just they just we've just failed again like uh, we're just like a bunch of losers well, is that not more of an indictment that I'm not fuming because it's diminishing returns? We're in League One again. We've lost in the playoffs again. Like, something needs that change at this club to make this... It's unacceptable, really. That, like, it, it, it's unacceptable that, like, we're not as fuming as... Like, we've, like I'm annoyed, but like, I'm going to have a few beers now and just go for a curry, and, like, it'll be fine. But I'm, like, really actually pissed off with them because they're just... They've just been a lot of them now for three years. Shit! Like, and they've failed to get us out of this division now three times. And it's about like it's about time that they all go. 
they can just go. When you mentioned that about like being fumed with players, obviously a lot of them out of contract. That's being mentioned. Is there anyone you're looking to keep? Really? Particularly, is there anyone you're bothered about? Actually. I don't think so, to be honest. Not even like Luke Nine. Uh, I'm sick. Of, I've had enough of him. I think, like, I just Charlie White. Well, I try and keep Mike, maybe, but I just don't think. I don't. I think he'll have maybe offers in the championship, or I think he might want more money than. I don't think he'd have a season like he's had, and I, I just I, I, if he goes, he goes. You know, he's had a good like. Thanks. Goes with good wishes, as does as does Max Power, I guess. Some of them will probably stay out of default because of the sheer turnover that we'll have to do. They might look at people like... Obviously it depends on what contracts are on. They might look at people like Power and even Scoin and think, right, we need mid, we need bodies. Well, and there's a year at half what you're on or whatever. Because you're probably going to get that money. Yeah, so the same money somewhere else would you rather be at the bigger club? So I think some of them will stay, not because... Like they're particularly good but just because of the volume of players that we're going to have to bring in because you can't really bring in 20 players and expect them to do it which is what we're going to have to do if they all go 16 players are going to leave we need quality as well and we need good players to come in it's it's not just like bringing anybody in like we can't do that we need to go up like, and you need them in key positions you probably need a goalkeeper you need a command and centre off if White go, even if White stays, you need a strike. You need two centre midfielders. McGeady's going to go, so you need a creative winger. Like this is such a rebuilding job over the summer. I would, I would try and keep McGeady. I'm not fussy the way with McGeady, to be honest. Keep him. I can understand why, but um, it's one of the only one I would be a bit disappointed would probably be Luke or Nine because. He's got a bit of quality. He's an asset who I think if you tied him down, you can maybe sell. He's versatile as well. He can play like about 80 positions, like so why not? But maybe one for the Monday pod just for them to go on in with a bit more detail with each player. What's the manager for you? What it, what it, what it, what's your situation? I know it's a cop-out, but I don't care. I, I don't feel... I, I don't think I feel as strongly as you where you would be quite... Not to put words in your mouth, Matthew, but... I think it's fair to say you'd be quite happy to see him go. Yeah, I would sack him, yeah. I, I don't think I'm there. I think he's being brought in, obviously, with next season in mind. But I've, I've said it on the pod, he has to get up to... He, he's, he's got to start flying, or when fans are back in the ground, it will turn. And we've been shit for about two months, and people have got to remember that. So it'll be tough for him. Um, I'm not, like, totally sacking, but if he went, I wouldn't care. And that again, it probably says everything about the club that I don't care strongly enough about the manager. Like I don't, and most of the players, Charlie White, who scored thirty odd goals this season, I'm not that bothered either way if he stays. And it goes back to what you said, Matthew, because they've failed ultimately. And regardless of some good seasons that are in there, and I, Lee Burge was in the team of the season, but has made a mistake. In that first leg, which has cost us, like, ah. like these players, a lot of these players have played over a hundred games for us in the third division. Like they've spent their entire Sunderland career in Division Three, and it's just oh no, like I'd like to give a special mention to Callum McFadden because because 
He really does try, doesn't he? Like, uh, he really, you know, he's, he's awful. He's absolutely appalling. But he really does try. I really quite like him. <laughs> he's funny, if nothing else. So would you give him a new deal? I would give him a new deal. Oh, not Denver Hume, actually. There's one we not mentioned in that conversation. Is he out of Conrad? Pretty sure he is. I would definitely try and keep him. But he's obviously made out of, like, egg boxes. He just keeps getting injured. Some air, like, maybe, and, and to get back up to speed, you don't know. We should probably leave it there. We've got pints to have. We've been going nearly 20 minutes, um, so why not? Oh, thanks, Dan. Cheers, Dan. Friend of the pod, Dan Howden's got um, the inventor of the good bet. Um, oh, you won a better day. That was another bet, yeah. I keep putting this bet on, but I'm not telling anybody what it is. Don't want to ruin your odds. Right, we're going to get out of here and have some pints. Um, we're back next season, actually. Oh, thanks for putting up with us again. It's been nice. Uh, we're not going to mention what Jake just said not, not, not against our friend Danny Collins um, yes we'll be back next season uh, we'll be doing stuff from the terraces over the summer yeah, so go it's better than this it's happier most we of the time talk about Sunderland we'll have to talk about England losing penalty shooter <laughs> yeah but we'll look forward to that uh, right we'll be back next season in League One and we'll be able to do these in pubs more often so over the course of the season thank you very much for listening <laughs> Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.